human hair to save us from another year of poisoning the minds of the night. They'll wipe us clean, we'll find the friends of Jeff Epstein and string them up high by their tuxedos. Of course, Madonna's been and killing kids to drink their adrenochrome. January. I mean, he didn't technically kill anyone, or like... This is Hey Radio. We got Kilgore on the line. We got people calling in. They're all underneath the Washington Monument. I was just wondering, like, what you thought about that. And we got headlines to do. Kilgore, how's it going? I feel like most of the people who listen to this show are just kind of uh, living in some back alley. I don't trust them. I think I just saw the world. I mean, thanks for calling in. Tell Kilgore you love him. Oh, Jesus. Dr. Troubadour hasn't been seen for weeks. I hear you're sick. Disgraced Miami doctor, eh? Extreme age Troubadour. You got a problem with your balls, is that it? God damn it. Troubadour is quoted. He told me you got a problem with your balls. Lay down. In this story, incidentally, he says, Merry Christmas, you pieces of shit. I'm a pretty good old doc. I mean, who do you think you are? You think you're just like that catch-me-outside girl? I guess you're in charge here. Why don't you run the show? Take your LSD and put the kids to sleep. You're listening to Chronicle.su, Hate Radio. Here's your host today, Hate Zach. Hello and welcome to a tender, precious, and sweet new episode of Chronicle.su Hate Radio. We're just being perfect little babies tonight, and we're going to have a nice, well-behaved episode full of fun, but also soft edges, inoffensive remarks, and uh, without all that nastiness that you've come to expect from this filthy and disgusting program, I'm trying to stop disappointing literally everyone, including God. I'm cleaning up my act, okay? No more cuss words, no more ugly talk. No more being cruel to waiters and uh, uh, the, the less fortunate. Even if it was my cruelty that made them less fortunate. We're going to start employing, I think, around the newsroom, a little more sarcasm. Throw in some idioms, a turn of phrase. Shit like that, you know? Make it a little looser. A little undercooked. I think these are getting a little too overproduced if... If I uh, must say so myself, a little more off the cuff is what I'm looking for. Market research shows audiences prefer their talk radio podcasts be delivered loosely. Whether or not they feature jokes with laser precision, I think people would rather hear uh, an unplanned conversation of like some white guys in their 30s sitting around in leather armchairs. I think that's what people need. And they somebody in the room just decided to hit the record button. I think that's a little bit more of the quality that maybe you guys would prefer. I don't know. Um, and I'm just going to start saying the opposite of what I mean and let you fuckers work it out for yourselves, you know? Uh, they call that irony. Here's how people think sarcasm works, by the way. Like, I say something outrageous and potentially offensive, right? And then when I get in trouble for it, I tell you, Oh, what? No, I was only being sarcastic. Because clearly I would never say that horrible thing that I just said. I don't know. Sarcasm bothers me. But maybe worse than that is the the weak language that I'm seeing around. Like, you, you guys realize we actually do. You can say whatever you want, right? Like, it doesn't matter. Because um, I see this, like, I see this stuff going around 13, 12. And I... <laughs> I've been shopping this idea around, and it's really not a popular opinion. It stands for all cops are bad. Okay, thirteen twelve. 
it goes like you're typing on you know on one of those like late 90s cell phones that only has the rubber buttons and you gotta so oh no it's not like that it's like the alphabet so one is a three is c one is a two is b all cops are bad. A cab, A C A B. Very cute stuff, by the way. Just talking in codes and such, just like the cops do. People don't like this idea. Who's looking over your shoulder, though? Like, who is that for? The thirteen, twelve. Like, what are you getting away with? You know, you can say all cops are bad to a cop's face, right? I also happen to believe cops are toxic, abuses, uh, pieces of shit myself. You know, I believe that too. So that's what I write. And I think cops do have a code of their own to call in. They're about to call in a 420 on this whole goddamn group chat. It's good to have you guys here, by the way. PCAP, Tato, Toxi, Raleigh, Egg Drop. You guys are, are sweethearts. It's nice to see you. I don't know. That's just, you know, I think it's weak. That's been pissing me off. What do I give a shit? You know what it really reminds me of, though, is... I guess if I'm being serious for a moment. I said I would stop cussing. It reminds me of uh, 1488. You know, the Heil Hitler thing. And I think that's another... I don't know what the fuck it means. But I know that 88 is HH, the eighth letter of the alphabet. They're doing the alphabet thing again. Counting the letters out and then writing the thing. Dude, if you want to be a piece of shit, just write Heil Hitler. You can do that. I mean, I think it's pretty obvious that you can do worse than that and get away with it. But, I mean, just fucking say what you mean. All cops are abusive pieces of shit. They'll, they'll baton rape you in the, in the butthole when they're fucking transferring you between... Yeah, dude. I get it. Oh, plausible deniability is what that is. It's... That is such a bad faith. I'm not even going to engage that. Or, or I'm just going to get pissed off. Here's some other shit that's pissing me off. I see too many women selling out to big dick. I'd like to see a return to local mom and pop dick. I would just shop around for a minute, you know? Um, contrary to popular belief in the mysteries of Sherlock Holmes, Watson never actually said, no shit, Sherlock. I just learned that today. Mutuals I've had. Can you guys... I gotta pause it for a second. Can you guys, like, hear this background echo of myself in the next room. I'm doing a little experiment on Twitter spaces. And if you can hear my voice, I will run in there and, and I'll fix it. If you can, okay. So you don't hear an echo. You only hear my voice and you don't hear that other shit. All right. Because I can hear myself in the next room and it is throwing me off a little bit. Uh, something Something I've been seeing around Twitter. Mutuals that I've had, I guess since joining the platform, in 2010, whose account activities are long dead, are like now they're coming back, they're resurrected, um, but they're only here to squirt out wordle plots. Like now they're just these resurrected fucking zombie things. Names that I loved and cherished and, and uh, that I recognize are back, which is which would be great, but it's like they're just these fucking bleh, like zombies walking around. And uh, they're just squirting out these Wordle plots. Just, what the fuck is this? Is this how we engage each other now? These are some of my the people that got me going. They got me started on Twitter. They got me started writing and uh, us at the Chronicle and 
and now they're just shitting out these wordle plots, dragging them around out of their assholes, hanging out like afterbirth. I don't mean to be. I said I was going to clean up my act. I'm not trying to be like the anti-new stuff guy. I think it's really annoying when people do that. Um, I'm just, I'm just saying. I've seen a cow give birth, and I've seen them the way they like drag the afterbirth around out of their assholes. What's up, Sal Bocha? How the hell are you, man? Nice to see you. Um, that's what Wordle plots look like to me, anyway. Just afterbirth, hanging out of your rotten assholes. That's all I'm saying. Um, let's see here. I'm gonna skip some of these stupid stories. What what's it what's it like? I'm living down south. There's so much fucking customer service here. It's just eating my dick off. Like. Get off my dick, you know? I just got here. Could not everybody fucking say hello to me? Tell me about this and that? I, I had to stop going to Walgreens. I I've, I was in there every day. I was spending, I don't know what. I buy the same shit every day, though, okay? I don't want to sign up for the card. I know you have to ask everyone. But do you really have to say it to everyone every single time you see them? Like, every time, like, no, I don't want the card. I was just in here yesterday. You know I don't want the card. Why do you ask again? Like, it's not that they, they see so many people, oh, I forgot I asked you. They're like, oh, you're getting that shit again? Are you going to get the other thing that you always get to? And I think, yeah, I am. And I, you know what else? I'm not going to get the fucking card. But when I get there, what happens? I don't have to tell you guys. You probably uh, put up with this shit yourself. And I understand that there's, like, a grace about saying no and shit, but they never stop fucking asking no sweet lord i don't want the fucking card i don't want anything except out of this conversation you want this two foot long receipt of coupons that's brian in the chat no you know what this sign up shit actually does it gets in the way of real authentic conversation like i see it in their eyes these tired women are just being operated like machinery by this fucking corporation and they just want to connect like the real tragedy, I think, of customer service is that you're with people all day, every day, and yet you go home at the end of the day just feeling tired and worn out and used and empty and hollow, and you never made a, a single fucking connection because you don't get the chance, dude. They, they're good people. I want to hear about their day, not this shit about a fucking card. Um, even after I've said it explicitly, no thanks, I don't I do not do that. I, I've had to say it, I don't do that. They continue to push. And uh, I, I think that's just kind of, it's gross that they make that be the thing that like clogs up the conversation. I don't know, man. Gas stations are like the only safe spaces from that shit down here. But everywhere else like forces you to sign up for the, the same inhuman conversation. Like every time. You want to sign up for this. You want to sign up for that. You want to put your email in here. You want to slip a phone number in there. You want to diddle my keypad. I'm fucking over it. I don't go there anymore. I was standing in line, dude, and they signed two women up for a credit card right there in front of me. Credit cards, dude. They're like, you want to make a lasting permanent mark on your, your credit report while you're in here like buying eggs or something? There was a line, and I turned around to look at the people behind me like, can you believe this shit? And I follow their eyes. They're not looking at me. They're staring at the paperwork going across the desk, almost like they were considering it too. Like, hmm, that looks easy. They just got a credit card. <laughs> you know, we only came in here for cat litter, but goddamn, I could go for a credit card. What's a little paperwork while four other fucking people wait in line behind me? You want to run my credit history right now? You want to find out if I got like a 700 rating or whatever the fuck? I don't know, dude. 
The lottery tickets are another thing. People who buy lottery tickets at the store, I get it. It's fun or something. But why do they make five transactions and they use like the only cashier as their personal casino? While again, people are waiting in line behind you. There's only one person here. I was behind a guy in line at this little market. It was like a market and gas station thing. It was, it was the only place for 30 miles in either direction. And it was the only place on my way home. So I had to be there and I needed bread. So I grabbed my bread, I grabbed a coffee and I got in line. You know, it's, I figured I'll be in and out. And um, I didn't notice it at first, but I sort of did because I remember everyone just seemed comfortable when I got up to the register. I don't know, I don't know if I'm saying it right. Like they'd been there for a while like spider webs were growing from the brim of their hats, like down to the countertop. You know, they were just a little too comfortable. And I ended up standing there again for at least 15 minutes waiting for this guy to shop for his fucking lottery tickets and monster energy drinks and cigarettes. I mean, it took even longer because everything he bought was grouped into five different things. Like I, I stood there and counted them. He was going between drinks and tobacco and vaporizer shit and buying Kratom and all the separate lottery ticket purchases. It made no sense, dude. He was picking out the tickets one at a time, too, because I don't want to get off on too many tangents down here. But, like, people abide by this weird superstition or, like, a code or some kind of statistical... Anyway, they, they believe that you should only buy, like, a couple of lottery tickets in a row because the whole spool, like, they're only going to give you a couple and then it's going to be a whole bunch of blanks, right? So they'll be like, give me two number number twos over there and I want two number sevens. Give me two of those $5 tickets and two of those tens and four twenties and... It's just fucking, you know, and and it, he's spending like $75 at a time several times in a row on all this different shit. I don't even want to get started on why is he not buying it all at once. Maybe he's buying it for somebody else, but five, you know, a lot of spool superstitions going on. Uh, meanwhile, same, same deal. A dad and his daughter are standing behind me. And I look back again to see like, hey, can you guys believe how fucking ridiculous this is? But as usual, they're just standing there, checked out, no thoughts, head empty, looking like two brainless fuck dolls. And the guy buying shit, he was the whole deal. Denim vest, Trump nation on it, proud to be an American, Sandy Novak's looking piece of shit. He never even looked at us as he left the store either. The piece of garbage won't even look the mother, the people in the eye that he's fucking over, you know? You don't get that time back. I could have been jerking off to prison architect. Didn't even fucking look at us. That's just how it is down here. Like, no consideration. Everything operates at a different speed and... I'm not trying to like brag or anything, but I've noticed that two things happen if you either expect someone to do their job or if you um, like do your job out here. I don't know if it's insecurity, but they, they seem like offended or something, or maybe I've pushed them into an uncomfortable place by like sort of looking for accountability or like a job well done or something. Like where it looks like one of us is working and the, and the other one isn't. Like I'm not referring to my workplace specifically, but the whole vibe out here is one of, hey, I thought we were up operating under like this. What are you doing? Like, we're supposed to be on this unspoken agreement that you're not working and I'm not working and we're just going to ride this gravy train all the way down together. Like, what the fuck is this, you know? Like, yeah, the South is in a bad way economically and a lot of it's like outside of our control and there are systemic issues or whatever. But where there is work and people have an opportunity to do that work. I don't know, man. It's just no surprise to me that businesses turn dysfunctional and go under. Like, people are not calling each other out down here. There's no confrontation at all. The whole culture is like any kind of confrontation is just like a stranger in a strange land at the beginning. Like, when he describes the Martians and Robert Heinlein says, uh, like, at the slightest, at the slightest disagreement, 
or something is not quite right, or uh, an expectation is not being met, or there's a confrontation, the Martians would discorporate. I guess they would just end it right there, like, oh, you know, just as soon as there's a disagreement, like, uh, oh, he didn't like the color I painted his house, and they're just gone, like, that's it, you know? It's kind of like that, like, they just sh shut down, and these confrontations are undermined by, like, a, a deflective kind of attitude, where instead of addressing the issue at hand and just taking shit head on, uh, there's, like, they'll make these cheap arguments or, like, make up lies or excuses, like, you don't have to lie, you can just charge me extra, you know, if it's a lot of work or something, just fucking do it. They attack people who want positive change. They really did not like Martin, Martin Luther King down here. They, you know, he just wanted a positive change. I guess that's easier, isn't it, than rising to the occasion. I've seen that a lot from people down here. A lot of people let you down everywhere, but I think it's just a way of life out here. A general unwillingness to sack up and put your money where your mouth is. I don't know how many people really know what I'm up to out here. Since I got Papa back up to good health, he's up and running, he's fucking and sucking, and he's got a dick from here to the truck. My life is open again. I'm writing the news, I'm doing full-time journalism out here, I'm making back all the money I spend on whores out of my savings, just living and taking care of my family, and uh, I don't have to do that anymore. I'm a free man, you know, so I'm working. I'm loving that, working full-time again, paying taxes, commuting. Going to bed before the sun comes up, that whole thing. Hitting my wife is something I've taken to. I hate when people say adulting. Like, you're fucking working, dude. You've been an adult for how long now? 10, 15 years? And you're still adulting? Right. Like, yeah, no, me too. It's just that I guess I never adulted. I guess I just, I don't know, made the adjustment. Like, you want to talk? Here's some adulting. Here's an adulting story for you the other day. In the course of doing my job, I had to go into an overcrowded, uh, decertified jail that the that the federal government won't even put a fucking rapist in because the jails are so decrepit and shitty, and I had to go take pictures and expose it and let the public see what it is, you know? It was a difficult experience. Uh, I mean, for them every day, but for me in that moment, just seeing the way the jails are out here, which are in truly deplorable condition. And I know you're not supposed to say, like, third world or whatever, but I would expect something like this from Argentina or whatever, Nicaragua. I don't know, man. But not right here where people are paying their taxes and registering brand new Ford F-150s. And I see my fellow man being treated like caged animals the other day, you know. And then literally 20 minutes later... I met up with my therapist, and uh, I'm like, I'm just doing the job, you know? And right away, she could tell something was wrong. And uh, so I told her the story, how it's affecting me. I'm still in shock. I haven't even got to cry about it yet because I just got out of a meeting. And I, and, what, and I glanced up at her, and I, like, looked at her eyes. And, um, and I, I couldn't help but notice that her eyes were rolling back in her head like a slot machine, landing on two great big dollar signs. And her jaw unhinged and her, as her mouth opened. And her tongue rolled out like a cash register, and she went, Awooga! You know? So I don't know. That's how I'm doing. Just working. Sacking up. Doing the fucking job. I'm just a guy doing his job. What's going on in the chat? Mr. 90s? Thank you, sweetheart. Nice to see you. Um, oh, it tells when you're a first-time chatter now. I recognize your name, though. You've been around. You're cool. It's nice to see you here. Um, hey, we got a great show planned for you tonight. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to see how many dicks we can suck in an hour. And uh, Wild Bill Kilgore has got some shit lined up for us. We're, um, we're going to talk about the uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young thing, getting out of Spotify. Joey Rogues, 
the barbarians are at the gates, which is pretty cool because I've never seen a barbarian. This is Hate Radio. I'm Hate Sec. As you can see, we've got a, a, a whole new room for you. We're operating out of NORAD tonight and uh, seen over by the doctor himself. There's Mr. Troubadour over there uh, with his various prestiges. I think he's allowed to have, what, 10 custom loadouts according to the uh, the rank on his on his shit. Oh, and over on the right here, uh, this is my favorite part of, of the, the new deal, is we've got um, Cam. I've never actually pronounced the full name. Camouflage is what it's supposed to be. K-A-M-U-F-L-A-S-J-E, I think is what it is. He's a really talented artist. He's he's got great taste in music and all that type of shit. He he knows everything. He knows more about our culture from Scandinavia than like we know about it on Hate Radio because we are some uncultured, crass, miserable pieces of shit that we only ever look out from underneath the rock when it's time to do this show. Otherwise, we're just writing as you can see there at the front of the room. Uh, that's what that's what we've been working on while Bill Kilgore is putting them out. And we'll talk about those later on too. We got a big motherfucking show. It's pronounced camouflage, I think. Yeah, that's right, Kilgore. Let's see here. Where's my controls? All right. Hey, thanks, everybody, for being here. We got a great show lined up for you tonight. It's going to be a cocksuck of a good time. This is Radio Hay. intellectuals are talking out their ass. Except Guy Della Bedwaye, that channel's all class. If I had a thousand dollars, tell you what I'd do. I'd jump right in your Twitch stream, throw it all at you. Please, no more Hollywood off-canon major franchise tripe. I'm tired of all my TV movie games never living up to the hype. If I had a million dollars, tell you what I'd do. Make the virtual universe dedicated to you. Well, I don't think John Luke Picard is the type of sailor to curse. To be fair, over the years what they've done to Star Wars was worse. If I had a million dollars, tell you what I'd do. Make the 10-part miniseries all about you. Facebook's turned up the boomers. Now we can't have no peace. Games are bug-ridden, hacker-infested, rushed to early release. If I had a trillion dollars, tell you what I'd do. Buy the whole damn world, give it all to you.
Radio Haid is a proud member station of WTFUX, Global Radio Network. With our friendly and appropriate approach to comedy and a market-proven strategy, the Hate Radio family just keeps on growing. Get over here! Put that down! Get over here! Your dog is crying. Yeah! It is we couldn't have done it without dog. you, our listeners. Just anyone and everyone. But goddamn, I do my goddamn best! In light of the various awards to which we have been nominated, you don't love any. the Webby being chief among them, we just want to say thank you. What do you hold yourself accountable for? This whole what goddamn is show is dumb. How about this? How about we stop doing the show forever and never ever come back? How would you like that if we did that? We could not have done it without your support. How about I come in there and do that to you? you for that, we say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I've been up all night on research chemicals. You want to come back inside? It's warmer there. We can take our skin off. This is Radio Hate. There's no, There's way, no way out. This is Dr. Troubadour. I have been trying to get out of my agreement with the Chronicle for pretty much the whole time I've been working with them. Back when I started, I guess I signed some kind of a contract. I didn't read the whole thing through. I don't know, I was busy or something. But anyway, they, I can't get out. There's no way out. I'm, I'm pretty much... I'm Dr. Troubadour. And it looks like there's no way out. Now that he's been canceled, smeared by the mainstream media, big pharma, and removed from polite society, Joe Rogan's down, full dead. The Planet of the Apes up, uh, finished him off. He's lost the battle royale, gone to the gulag, died again, gone on, full dead, game over. Spotify can suck Neil Young's cock. There's a man who can stand up and in three words say more than Joe Rogan said in his 100,000 hours of podcast diarrhea. Slurp it down, you fucking animals, you swine. Russ never sleeps. That's a threat. Joe Rogan's been dead for eight years now, and experts conclude he's getting deader by the minute. His continued presence in media is merely the function of billions of dollars of investors trying to avoid taking a loss. 
They have deep fake replacers, voice synthesizers. Your body doesn't know the difference. Joe Rogan's show is bad. You're a bad person if you laugh at it or find it interesting. Your media diet is processed shit that's full of such toxic filler material that only some DMT-addled internet freedom lizard robot who thinks he can put the shitty metaverse over on you would touch that horse shit now. Now there's a dead motherfucker. Maybe just as dead as Joe Rogan. Zuckerberg's moaning around like that ghost in Dickens all chained up and weighed down by his ugly, pointless metaverse. The boomers and trump swine are starved for that shit. Black lives matter. Joe Rogan's doesn't. Because he's firing off the N-word all the time. Because he's already dead. Occupy Walmart. Take a television. Who gives a fuck? All that shit is so much dust in the wind and no one even knows it. I hear the supply chains fuck the flow of the tear gas, so get a move on. This is the protest of the people who are woke. Are you awake? Do you not want to be awake? Burn down a mom-pop business who gives a fuck. They ain't my mom and pop, and you ever work for them? They're pieces of shit as bad as any landlord. If you see Kyle Rittenhouse, let's put his head in the skateboard guillotine. Shing! Now the sleepers are protesting. Big convoy out in Canada. Morons tore in the Capitol building. They say if the woke can riot, we can too. How do the dead riot? They wipe their asses on Nancy Pelosi's wallpaper and indict themselves with thousands of selfies. Is a jail term worth the likes, you swine? First in line for the slaughter wins the popularity contest. Suck my dick, Joe Rogan. Hey, By contract me. under the devil himself, Raleigh Theater Sakers, we have to speak to your soul through lies. Lies. Because if we were to tell you the truth, you'd die as if you'd eaten the wrong poisonous mushroom, your internal organs dissolving one by one over the course of an agonizing week. But you'd thank us, knowing the alternative of the deeper death from Joe Rogan. Join our group chat if you want to see the underbelly of our sick civilization. The truth, unattenuated, unfiltered by the contractual lies. The concentration dungeons are just a click away. Hashtag hate sec. Joe Rogan's been dead for eight years, that much is true, but he's not replaced by an AI. It's a lie I told earlier. AI's bullshit lie anyway, you should know better. The truth is that his soul is dead. As dead as I've ever seen. Even if his body is keep on moving, there's a place beyond dead. Alive, but only in a parasocial sense. Cameras never go off. That's death, plus a little extra morbid something. It's become some empty puppet. Speaking to millions of people every day, always saying what they want to hear, always playing that extra little level, trying to level up till it reaches out and all the others drawn into it. And uh, touching all the world. Anyone who's ever heard his name has been given a little something into the virtual quantum vacuum. Well, souls don't exist. That's a lie. But the truth remains that Joe Rogan's dead. Joe Rogan, you piece of shit. You have the heart of a Ferengi and the mind of a Borg. Let me tell you a little thing about this Vulcan logic bullshit. It's nothing. It's wisdom for people who want to see the world like it's a computer or they're playing a little game. 
Uh, shapeshifters, they're logical too. Paranoid neocons, they have their own way of of uh, doing it. And it's no wonder that the Dominion allied with the Kardashians, the fascists. Now, Joe Rogan, he's a Kardashian. You can't, can't unsee it now, the, net, the spoon on his forehead. But it's all in, up there in his personality. And I don't mean to call him a fascist Kardashian, but he is a Kardashian. Joe, Joe Rogan thought he could kill the rumor that he's dead, but his deadness gave us new life through hate. Take a little DMT next time, dipshit, and try not to suck off another machine elf. You look like a kind of machine elf to me. You and Keemstar both. And Roseanne, what a piece of shit she's become over the years by this same process. And when was your show? She stole my chemtrail material. Comics been stealing material since this is such a thing, but... She's on another level, another level, an even deader level, beyond dead in every respect, no longer distinguishing jokes from facts, from news, from opinions. <clears throat> They're all just things that go through her little video game machine and give her power ups and uh, she can make herself an enema monster energy highball, eat Wesley Willis's shitty asshole. Now he's more alive than even today than than Joe Rogan's been in the past eight years. I'm a professional hater. I mean, hundreds of hate subreddits. All I know how to do is hate, 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 hate this YouTuber, hate this YouTuber, hate, hate this guy, that guy. And I'll tell you, it's the key to life, not love. Everyone says that love is so good and so I love myself. I love you. I love everyone else. And maybe I love freedom so I can do more loving. Uh, <laughs> pursuing their own shitty happiness. Pussies. Fuck love. <laughs> I hate Joe Rogan just like Neil Young does because that's what we do. We get paid to hate you, Joe. I hate money from George Soros. We're paid off by history, by the spirit in the sky. You are a blood sacrifice to end the death, and I am the priest king wielding the ceremonial tool, Joe Rogan, and I cut you down eight years ago. This is a time for hate. You think it's okay to disagree, and we should just love each other a little bit and have a nice little muscly MMA circle jerk, fucking prick. Suck me off. How about say that to my face while I'm pissing up your nose? And Tom Green will come into your home and slit your throat in your sleep for the second time. Roseanne Keemstar, Mark Zuckerberg, too. Got to put them down. And they're suffering. Put them down like the dogs they are. You're, uh, That's you're, right. you're referring to that time that we, uh, we killed off Joe Rogan and he retweeted us. Yeah, man. T t tell them the story. And, uh,. Well, basically, uh, I don't remember how you killed him, but while Bill uh, wrote his story, Kellen, uh, Kellen, it was a DMT overdose. Too much DMT. And um, actually, Rogan thought it was funny. He retweeted us, and um, and then our hosting they they took our hosting out from under us because it, like suddenly all this traffic was hitting us, and um, and because the website went down. And and we were in in one of those deals where it's like a CPM whatever the fuck, 
we should have been making a lot of money, but the but they took our hosting away. And then the advertiser said, uh, you guys are unreliable. Like first you get a million hits and then the, you know, 20 minutes later, you're not even a website anymore. <laughs> so they fucked us over. Yeah, I know. Pieces of shit. Yeah. And this was eight years ago, right? 2014. Yeah. And there was, this has been continuously going since then. And then to the fact we're on the know your meme website about, about just in peace, Joe Rogan and people will just flood Twitch streamers and do all kinds of things, telling them Joe Rogan's dead. You know, you'll see it in there. The guy from Snopes loves us. I mean, we keep him so busy. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of the time he's really um, concerned, but when he sees ours come by, at least he gets a laugh out of it, right? Yeah, he, I mean, he's probably, he's had to expand his team by now because the, the misinformation and the disinformation is just uh, so, so prevalent. <laughs> I'm like pretty does- sure you're going to have to go into the fucking... Uh, history uh, way back machine to f- ever find his blog post about us. I think they took it down as like being promotional of hoaxes. Oh, <laughs> yeah, because they, they had an edge to them back in the day. I mean, where did their interest in that shit come from? And I think they liked that we did it with a certain panache that these other disinfo fucks <laughs> are doing it's it for like same. work. Well, some people just do it as nothing. <clears throat> We uh we were this is literature, people. (laughs) We were making goddamn We were writing uh misinformation that should have won Pulitzers. But but, um... people don't give you the they don't respect the hoax like they used to. (laughs) A hoax used to be like a fun stunt, like something evil Knievel would do. (laughs) Now they do it all the time. All of them, all the writers ever did it constantly. Uh, hoaxing actually used What's... to be like a pastime for people like they would have a bunch of uh, people show up on an old cobblestone street and laugh at them from a window shit like that load does it all the time <clears throat> on his show load radio hour which a lot of his audience will come over and listen to us because um the fnet crowd the greatest minds in literature have done hoaxes we're talking Edgar Allan Poe. Edgar Allan Poe. Jorge Borges. Borges. <laughs> um, J.G. Ballard. Um, you name it. They all done it. And big people will fall for the hoaxes too. Like, didn't Roseanne actually promote one of uh, one of your hoaxes? Yeah. Oh, yeah, she was talking about chemtrails in the precisely exact terms I was on Joe Rogan. <laughs> Which you created of, a lot of it. That he just, And, <clears throat> I mean, he does not push back enough. He just lets them go and go <laughs> yeah. with their whatever crazy ideas these people have in their mind. He just lets them roll on. Well, and now it, that we're having this conversation, <laughs> I guess I can see that because that's what gets the – how many people have watched that – that shitty doctor now who would have never looked at it, whatever it was that he hosted that uh, Neil Young pulled up. Um, yeah. Yeah. Neil Young is a fucking legend, right? Who's working for big pharma now. That's what they say. I remember when uh, he thought that GMO foods were bad and not, I'm not saying that they aren't, but 
just I just remember that the science that he was going off of at the time was bad, and we don't actually know the things that like he claimed to know. I remember that. Oh yeah, they were just trying to. He was just trying to cover so that he could come out with this big uh, push for big pharma like this. Put it but, all on the line for big pharma. I haven't heard the big pharma thing. Yeah, dude. You know they're controlling the world now via COVID. It's a big conspiracy. This is what they're telling everybody on Joe Rogan that big farm has taken over. Oh yeah, We're, I hadn't thought about what his people the, think. You know how the nine eleven theories had the two camps: the we let it happen, and then the we made it, we did it ourselves. You know, fault total false flag. So there's like this is the lesser. This is like the degree of base QAnon craziness of conspiracies, right? That is um, still pol allowed in polite society, like for instance, Spotify, and they're removing it now. Yeah, you know. Something like that going I guess on, right? I just, it never even occurred to me that Joe Rogan fans have opinions worth hearing, but I guess that's what they, that's what they're saying anyway, right? I don't know, man. I mean, I used to watch the shit out Tell of Joe Rogan. I I used to really enjoy his show in like 2016, 2015 and 16. He was he was on a good one. He was having fun guests and conversations were a lot of fun. And it just didn't feel as serious. It felt like uh and it didn't feel like anything was like dangerous like oh that guy's not being toxic or giving out bad info. I think it was when he had Milo on, Milo Yefakolis. And that's when I think it all turned. When you have someone like that on your show to come talk and you're not going to like be at that same level of energy as they are in like a debate mode, you're just letting someone basically spread, you know, the just ideas that are themselves just insidiously evil. Right. Yeah. And it's just, you're just spreading evil around. Right. The nice thing about um, writing the news and, and talking to people that are so used to like just abusing whatever platform that they're on and they'll go on and on like that. The nice thing about the news yeah. is I can, I have 45 minutes. Sure, I'll sit here and let them fucking say that shit. Doesn't mean I have to write it, but they get comfortable enough saying all that shit that they finally, after an hour, will give me the thing that I need. And then I'm like, all right, peace. And nobody has to hear all their, their drivel. That's I think that's probably the best thing about newsprint over um fucking, you know, videos and and podcasts and stuff. Well, everybody loves the opinion entertainment and we're you can point your finger at us, we're doing opinion entertainment right now. We got strong opinions but, on here and hateful ones. Yeah, so you can go around and tell your friends, "I get all my news off of hate radio and see what they think." Yeah, they'll they'll know right away where you stand. <laughs> That's what people think when the, they see the show, too. We used to have to beat back like they were fucking weeds, the the hateful nasties that would come in here, and they thought that that's what this place was because of the name. Like, oh, hate radio. Hell yeah. Yeah, they're here for the – come for the hate. Stay for the hate. Uh, let, me just, <laughs> let me just mute Tucker Carlson and hear what the hate radio has to say for a minute. That's right. Uh, Kilgore, that shit is bland and bullshit. We don't want that. We'll spit it out. 
Kilgore, I've been going through your stories and uh, just been making some changes here and there where I thought like I might make a few improvements. Like um, like your Joe Rogan thing, for example. A, a lot of people think that was your idea. And uh, I know that, that you claim that it is. But actually, I went in and edited your, your Joe Rogan stories and um, I did those. I got. Oh, you came up with the DMT idea? Well, well, I edited the story. To, to... <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's my idea now. I well, took that. From you heard there. it, folks. You heard it here, folks. First, Hate Sack is the great general who destroyed Joe Rogan. I I will. Uh, Wild Bill killed his empire burning to the ground you can um, take all the credit you want burn him down <laughs> you're doing you're doing you've always done work that is like on the cutting edge and uh you, you're, you're constantly making me laugh and um you're always improving as a writer like you're you instead of like i think a lot of our friends have probably stagnated or just disappeared from the game entirely and now they they do wordles but you're <laughs> Like every time, that little shit got me, dude. <laughs> every time that I read your me. shit, you you catch me off guard and you catch me by surprise, and I have to edit it so that it's a little more predictable and easier for the, because it makes me laugh. Oh sure, I think it's funny, but can our audience handle it? So I go in and I try to make it a little bit more marketable. You know what I mean? Friend, family friendly. Also, you add like corroborating details to make the hoax more um accurate right since um, it really needs that it accuracy need, it needs a lipid to bind to and that's where i come in <laughs> oh it's fat soluble I, that makes sense but i never uh, thought about it i well i've been looking at your at your work and um like we've actually got it up here on the board right now um the darkling one for example uh i felt it was sad to be quite honest so i brightened it up a bit instead of <laughs> dying to the player character which the the goblin does the main character um i thought it would be more fun if the player character uh, came around and saw the goblin as a human being they go out they had coffee <laughs> You, you can go back and read the edits. And uh, they realize that they have more in common than she initially thought, and they go home together. She fucks the goblin. <laughs> I don't believe it. No, if, okay, if that did happen, right, he's going to wake up and be like, oh my God, I'm fucking a level 80 dark elf mage. What am I going to do? And he's so he just ghosts her. And because I mean, think about how high maintenance that is. She needs fucking every fucking item in the game, and it's no good. So he just wants to do goblin things, you know, do, do his little gob, make his little loot all day. And, and um, get trinkets. Well, she is pissed because look, she just had this went through this whole thing with this goblin, right? This whole roller coaster of hate to love to hate again. So she just comes by and kills him. And 
So in the end, it's just the same, right? That's the same thing. They're they're always trying to hundred percent. So he got bored of her. Like yeah, well, I mean, instantly, right? Oh yeah, that's that's, that's <laughs> what it's like to. Because <laughs> he finally got like you you want it until you got it. So I guess it's also despite being level eighty. And she's got all that le- legendary gear and fucking sparkling, glowing shit. She is still a shallow, two-dimensional product of someone else's making. Um, she's such an empty person that when she dies, somebody else's life will flash before her eyes. Now, now we're being real bitter. This is podcasting <laughs> going their own way. No, no. The Goblin... He's getting repeatedly killed with the with the goblin babe now, so it's a happy ending. You can have it. That's going to be the only real happy ending. Isn't that nice? I was hoping that we could do a uh, a new segment called "This Day in History," but I researched the wrong oh, yeah. day. Nothing happened on February fifth. Nothing but... at all in all of history. <laughs> well, some people were born. No, it's February 6th, though. Yeah, it's February 6th. You want to look at that? Well, I just looked it up. I pulled it up. Um, um, you got February man, these 6th. are really boring. I got Saturday, February 6th. This day in history, Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan. What did he do? Was born. It was his birthday. <laughs> See, they're always born. That's Today, the thing. This day in history is Ronald Reagan's birthday. I'm sorry, but a birthday is not a historical I, I, day. I agree. And they're it's all just birthdays. Not. Yeah. Yeah. It's dumb. Oh, here's one. I mean, maybe if uh, Jesus's birthday is the only historical day. Okay, go on. Um, It's not really one. Queen Elizabeth II uh, yeah. becomes, yeah, she succeeds <laughs> King George VI. She's proclaimed. This was 1952. All right. I mean, that is a historic. See, that's a historical. That is his. That that counts. That's a good one. Uh, here's another one. The Treaty of Waitangi Waitangi is signed between forty oh, yeah? Maori chiefs or Maori chiefs later signed by 500 of them, and representatives of the British Crown in New Zealand. So the treaty was designed to share sovereignty between the two groups. Yeah, I wonder who uh, came out on top of in that agreement. Let's see here. Yeah, it really, really makes you wonder, doesn't it? I'm looking up Maori <laughs> sovereignty now. Yeah, there's not very many recent news articles about Maori sovereignty. You know, I don't think we should ever do this day in history ever again. <laughs> I think so, you man. Know what? <laughs> Let me tell you about this day in history. It's a, it's pointless and shitty. Um, what is that? How, how does anybody want to talk about something just because of a day of the year? Yeah. Cause it's February. What 6th. is this? A stri- what is this astrology? Do we actually? If I was an astrologist, I would be looking at this day in history, not the goddamn stars, right? It's Black History Month. Like that's that's oh, something. Yeah. Uh, there's yeah, a, there's a clan in my town. They have the Ku Klux Klan here. Oh, well, no wonder I saw those prisons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was their idea. 
they're like <laughs> dude the the prisons are so fucked that um the state says number one you have to fucking fix your your jails number two it can't be done so it's it's literally just fucked and there's no money to build new ones wow. yeah they say there's there's no way to get the money i don't know people seem to think that there are grants but i gotta find out just empty promises yeah yeah they want to tax people but people are not going to vote for their taxes to go up the idea uh of me taking all those pictures of the jails is that um at least people will have to look at what they're refusing to help so you know fucking look at it as you say no they're gonna do a big yeah. spread no. if you know what i mean Double yeah they're spread eagle this day in this day in history um, the jail some guy is fucking 20, 20 people are pissing in the same fucking toilet yeah 20 people pissing in the same toilet sleeping on the floors this, this day in history um, um they're they're um they're sleeping on the floor like animals let's see france recognizes usa signs treaty of alliance in paris first u.s treaty 1778. Oh. So this is the first time anyone said, well, was this a first, who was the first? They were like, hey, America, we're France. States. We had a lot of nerve to shit on France when they were the, the first people and at that time the only people to recognize us. We're like, the British are taught, are taught the Revolutionary War is a part of a war against the French rather than oh, against the English. That's interesting. Yeah, that's their perspective on it. Oh, I wish... Uh, we we need to you know who we need to have on as a guest is Toxie. We've been friends with him for so long. He's a straight up guy. Yeah. He's nice. Just interrogate him about Britishness. He has. Uh, I've talked to him a little bit about it, and and he's got a he's got a, pro, a point of view and a perspective that you really don't hear that much. And um, yeah, I'd really like to grill him about which side about the side of the road they drive on over there <laughs> for hours. <laughs> Yeah, man. And why do they boil pizza? They boil pizza? Well, yeah, and they... That's a, new, uh, that's a new fucking one to me, dude. And all, fucking... Here's how another do you thing. boil... How do, you can't boil pizza. And, 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 and in the United Kingdom, all the men are pedophiles. So <laughs> you tell me. You know, it's just... Or as they, or as they say in Great Britain, nonces. Is that right? <laughs> oh, you nonce. I thought that was just a dumbass. Not no, a big... I think it's a pedo. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's another level up from a dumbass. Uh, I just they just they just throw it around a lot more than us. You don't just call people pedos here <laughs> in America. Dude, that's like funny. They would. We need to bring that into our thing and uh Oh yeah, yeah, Deadler. Just, just yeah, fucking pedo. <laughs> Shut up, you stupid yeah, Deadler. Why don't you go? <laughs> you know, put a kid in your lap already. Uh, oh, he's yeah. still here. He's still here. I can't make any of the appropriate England references because they're not getting through the mature language filter. I'm sorry, man. I'm going to make you a king. <laughs> the king that you are. <laughs> How do I do it, though? You bitch. <laughs> Fucking not, king him. He's not even my friend. 
So you gotta friend him first. Well, fuck. Fuck That's you, Toxie. I'm blocking you. <laughs> nah, he's a good guy. Um, Queen Elizabeth too. He says he's been using the word puny a lot lately. He says that she, for real, she's a puny bitch. She can't bear the weight of the crown. It'll snap her little bird neck like a twig. He says she Good dies God. within the week, and he's betting on it. A hundred pounds. Dying within the week. She's lived her whole life as been being the fucking queen. She's been queen for so long. How? I mean, maybe physically she's weak, but and maybe she's a weak monarch. Is that what you're saying? Doesn't know how to hold the reins of a constitutional monarchy. <laughs> Toxie, you nonce. Yeah, I bet you got a hundred pounds riding on it. Uh, a fucking hundred pound eleven year old in your lap, you fucking diddler. That's not a joke. She can't look down when she wears the crown. Her neck will literally snap. That does sound true now that he says it a second time. Her neck will literally snap. Yeah, literally. It'll make you a snapping see, sound. I saw I saw a horrible video the other day someone sent me of a of an ostrich that got its head stuck behind some fucking pipe inside of a goddamn warehouse and it pulled its own head off just ripped it right off snapped it like a rubber band <laughs> and the head was still on the other side yeah it was fucked man it was fucked when did this happen uh in in um group chat in a group chat in the call of duty group chat with uh some of our listeners maybe oh, okay and this was a formative moment for you and in your bond with the listeners a friend no they're really just friends of mine oh, okay i'm calling them listeners in case they're listening in tell them i said what's up they listen they listen um yeah what's up guys we're doing open lines tonight you can give us a call at 917-675-4836 uh, give us a call. We'll suck your dicks. That number one more time is 917-675-4836. Um, talking about? What are we talking about? Oh, there's a prompt. Do you see it? In this day in history, if no, anything. No. Oh, Kilgore. Uh, where? Or no, this is for the listeners and you, uh, uh, actually, oh, I should say this. No, you don't get Where to participate. Only the <laughs> listeners. <laughs> We're gonna drop Kilgore now. No, where did Cat Dog shit from? How did Cat Dog shit the character Cat Dog from Nickelodeon? Do you know? Uh, you know, they're mouth shitters, I'd guess. But which one's mouth is is the shithole? And which one is the asshole? I, and that's got you know we there the may be other answers than that, but I think those are like, I think that's pretty much the uh, question there. So they have an asshole they and may, a shithole. I mean, you can argue with something else if you want. Like they have a shithole that's hidden in their belly or something. That could be reasonable, or maybe that they, they have some hidden oh, okay. colostomy bag that they that they just put out of frame all the time. Is it ever addressed in the in the TV show? I didn't, I really have not gone through the entire cat dog canon, so I can't say. I'd love to be an armchair psychologist 
and sit in a big comfy armchair. Me too. In fact, I'm doing it right now. I'll do it right now. All right, we got the the lines open. Uh, let me see. I can also put it in the chat so you can see it. Open lines nine one seven six seven five four eight three six. We're talking about. We're trying to figure out if a cat dog shit out of its mouth or if it like had a belly button or a special trap door or something. We just we just want to know. And I figure enough people have probably seen that show that somebody could call in and and answer the question. There's a hundred pounds riding on it. Let's see here. What else are we doing? So you don't hear that in the background, do you, Billy? My other voice. It, I I hear the cops in the background. That's oh, okay. all I've heard so far. All right. Yeah, they're they're on their way to um, oppress. Well, we can. Well, in case we get. Oh, I, I remember. Right away, we... I remember. We got to take another oh. commercial break. Um, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So we'll take our, we'll take a quick break and uh, give you guys a chance to call in, or hang up and stop listening to the show or whatever you're gonna do. Uh, give us a call. I'd like to hear from somebody that that we don't usually hear from, and I think he knows who I mean, and who what I don't want to hear from. <laughs> Let's see. What are we doing? This is this is Radio Hate. Chronicle.su. Yeah. Chip the Ripper. Uh. S L A B. This Y'all is know who it is. This is exclusive right here. Street Stars uh. Radio. Yeah. Now baby, I'm the Ripper, your baby daddy's worst nightmare Catch me by the clear, I'll be right there Niggas copy everything we say Louis frames, eyes lower than my GPA Riding and swerving, cush I'm blow Doze wide, my trunk bump like Eddie Rowe I don't cake hoes, I never tip the stripper I'm rich bitch, but you can call me cheap the Ripper Shell toes, yes, PRPS There's a man riding a horse on top of my chest Polo fresh, IMZ Mind. I'll be slam dunking tanger eight shots with LeBron. <laughs> told niggas keep it Carmelo, okay? Roll past Dave, told him hello and hey. Me and Cash and something old on 23's hold back window. Save Mama Mel Bicho. Skateboarders grind, I grind too. That's why you can catch me in DC shoes. I quit the team, but believe I'm bowling. Wanna first put up a stack of quick calling. 30's on my Chevrolet, call me super duper. Garage like roots, I got more whips than cool. <laughs> Riviera sitting on the bull's best hooper. Y'all still riding 20s, y'all some Oompa Loopers. Don't swing on niggas, they got bad behavior. My 415s woke up the neighbors. Interior crocodile alligator. I drive a Chevrolet movie theater. Ah! <laughs> uh. <laughs> you already know what it is. Street Stars Radio, World Famous Pretty Boy Floyd, Chip the Ripper. Dr. Troubadour's exclusive Quantum Leap Miracle Noise combines 10 trillion universe resonating frequencies, activating every possible electron vibration within and beyond your chakra. 
Pineal gland resonation, telepathy induction, fifth dimensional vibration, singing soulmate connection, healing intuition, third eye stimulation, clairvoyant meditation, natural sensation, subconscious teleportation, trauma recovery psychokinesis, incendiary psychosis, psychic ability, activation, universe opening ESP, money manifestation, quantum leap, miracle noise. Warning. Do not listen to Dr. Troubadour's Quantum Leap Miracle Noise while pregnant unless you want to give birth to a supreme alien being. Do not play Quantum Leap Miracle Noise in public as this may inadvertently trigger a mass awakening of humanity and lead to a new age. Dr. Dr. Troubadour is not responsible for ego death resulting from Quantum Leap Miracle Noise. Heavily medicated elderly people may become violent. <laughs> this, this is Radio Hate. Uh, Hate Radio is brought to you proudly by Lebel Droker Incorporated, our, our sponsor that you just heard. They have just been tearing it up lately and... Uh, as you can see, they're not slowing down. I think it's only speeding up. It's, it's. I think Liebel's Roker's growth as a company has been uh, categorized as a as a human rights crisis. But oh, they're pumping out bioweapons left and right. They're a fucking part of the military industrial pharmaceutical complex. It's all one now, man. People say it's like a meteoric rise to success. It's more of like a ballistic missile launch to success. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's 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 just nothing is growing faster than Liebel Drogler Pharmaceuticals right now. Not Bitcoin, not NFTs, no fad out there can it's, compare. And this isn't even a fad. It's They've the, got the uh, technology of the future. Like nanobots that fucking automatically uh, replicate. It's being called the Omicron of corporations. And Liebel Droker is here to stay. Now, I, God damn! Did you see where they were like rewriting the legislation to make it so that, um, like, after they dump something in a river, Liebel Droker, uh, ha- like, they managed to write the legislation to say that, like, actually, once it's been dumped in the river, which you don't want, it's actually safer just to leave it there because if you disrupt it, it's just gonna fuck everything up even worse. So dump it in the river and leave it there. It's better for the environment that way. I see. Yeah. You know, let it be and it'll it'll just leak out after soon, you know, sooner or later, right? So you got to take it out now. Just it'll release some shit. You take it out a little bit at a time, right? That's what they ought to be uh, doing, I guess. I don't I don't know. I just uh I wish that the animals weren't there to get hurt so that it wouldn't matter if we dumped in the rivers or whatever. And maybe this is the best way to get rid of them. Well, you know who needs to be dumped in a river is Joe Rogan. Jesus Christ. Dumped <laughs> in a river uh, of coal ash. Hey, did you see the um, the Pinocchio <laughs> voice? Have you heard the Pinocchio voice? The, the Pinocchio voice? They've made yeah, a new yeah, Pinocchio. Yeah, Polly Shore. Polly Shore is playing Pinocchio. I didn't know it was Polly Shore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, um, I thought he was funny, but I was only nine or ten years old when I saw Polly Shore. And I think he was in a Goofy movie, which was perfect for yeah, him. Yeah, but he just sounds so dead. He sounds so dead as Pinocchio. Let's, uh, let's play it, that it's first. The most, yeah, play this. The Great opening cringe. lines. There you go. Now, what should we name you? Maybe Leonardo. No, he'd grow up to be a turtle who only cares about pizza. I don't believe my eyes. Your name will be Pinocchio. 
father. When can I leave to be on my own? I've got the whole world to see. You are too special. So that's him. And you, you say dead inside? Yeah. Okay. Just faking it, dialing it in. Oh, that. Oh, like Polly Short himself is dead inside and can't even deliver that line. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, the, the line itself, too. They course. must have done like a million takes. And that was what they settled on. I mean, I don't. I have to believe that that's not even Polly Shore's fault. I have to think that he might have done some good ones. I mean, he he was in a Goofy movie. He was good, right? Wasn't he in that? He's been in a lot of things. Uh, Remember Biodome? But but uh, I don't know why they're trying to go for a stoned out fucking Pinocchio. He didn't seem stoned out to me. No. What did he seem? He seemed uh he seemed repressed. Like Pinocchio really just wants to be wood, you know, but he's had to be this soft little boy. I think um Jeez. Well yeah. I don't know if we should go into that. And I think whoever the fuck made Pinocchio might be a bit of a nonce. If I'm using that word correctly. <laughs> You're too special to ever leave Pinocchio. Now, everybody's been bitching about that first like seven seconds of it, but I've I've never heard any more. Should we just listen and see like what happens? Cause yeah, it's only, it's only oh, it's a just or two. worse. Show yeah. Pinocchio. The world is full of people who could harm you. The timeless story. Our last few shows barely had any audience. We just need to come up with a new act. I know that's the second gay sounding voice I've heard, which there's nothing wrong with that, but I don't think that that's what they're trying to go for is like the, you know, the gay guy. Come on! You thought you knew. The coach is headed for the cliff. She's going to fall. Hold on! You see, it's like nothing but theater majors did this. Senorina! <laughs> Are you made of wood? You will become a star, my boy. Ladies and gentlemen, Pinocchio! It looks like our wooden Romeo is in love with Bella! Did you seriously think that you and Bella... <laughs> that is a fairy. Her name is Lu... Yeah, he must have done such a bad job that they won't even put the voice in here. I heard him once, and he sounded okay. But all this is just supporting... Yeah roles well you, i guess you can't judge from uh just from the trailer oh g trip says he sounds whiny yeah he does sound whiny like an unappreciative yeah. little bitch like he talks like somebody that didn't like the color of the car they got on their 16th birthday not like a kid who's like excited to be a boy all of a sudden i know why he's i know why pinocchio is uh upset because pinocchio going through life he's he's just a piece of wood right he's just and a piece of wood he's a fucking piece of wood and they, so they put him in the freak show right was he in the freak and show in, in, this... the, in the original books yeah no, <laughs> I don't but, remember um, that that doesn't is, sound true this is the new story no, this is the new story <laughs> okay. of, of Pinocchio he's a wooden guy put into a freak show he's a whiny little bitch uh because he wouldn't listen to his father's advice that he's too special for the world. 
but he oh. went to the freak show anyway. And he's just a whiny little bitch who doesn't uh, appreciate life. Yeah, yeah. His yeah. dad tried to tell him, like, no, no, you're not. You're a whiny little bitch. You're not. You're not gonna be good over there. <laughs> and he was like, no, but I am. Now give me my car, and I'm going to Apple. What maybe does he do? It's actually, maybe if you actually see the movie, it's like some sweet, um, gay, chat children's movie for gay children. You know. Okay. Yeah. Maybe it gay- is. Maybe it's yeah. for like. Little kids. And that's that, a little like, why they've all got that heavy lisp, and it's yeah. about uh, what it's about. Like you want to be, you never know. Uh, like a you want to be yourself. You want to be the human being that is inside of you. But everybody else says you got to be this like rigid uh, thing, and you're and they can even tell when you're lying. Like that's how under their thumb you are that they built in a mechanism so they know when you're lying and you're fucking nose gets long and then and then somebody fucks your face with your long nose yeah so he he's cursed to always tell the truth all the time or else everyone will know yeah that's fucking miserable you'd be whiny too right you'd be miserable too maybe they really played that up yeah can't even have a fucking they really wrote it right now now i'm gonna go see it i'd like to go see that well, apparently this is like a shitty version of a movie that is actually coming out later and it's a dub and it's not supposed to be anybody in it, but they were lucky to get Polly Shore to do such a shitty job. Let's hear I want to hear if they Still do anymore. Done. I'm sure she could turn you into a real boy. Let's go, Tibbo! Great adventures away! Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Let's go, Tibbo! Great adventures away! Do they? With you? I didn't even know he was still alive, to be honest. <laughs> it seems like he would have died like Dustin Diamond of of something. Something uh, <laughs> preventable and early. Polly Shore, like, his his mom was Mitzi Shore at the uh, the comedy store. Like, she made all oh, these so people. So he just kind of, he just kind of had the connections to get, get his act through. If you think I about it. I wondered about him. He's some kind of a... Uh, nepotistic success right i bet the whole bet everyone in the industry comedy industry hates him yeah well, that Polly shore maybe that's His why he sounds like he owner. does he knows that he's a little bitch and that's the sound that a little <laughs> bitch makes that is like staying right where they belong in some in shitty uh remakes of movies that are being remade later in the year you're just in some intermediary piece of media to fill some fucking demand that doesn't even exist so you sound like daddy i want the car with the chocolate fuck you no no he's fine like he's right where he needs to be suffering let's see what else <laughs> sounds he makes take the adventure i did want to see the world but i realized she is the most beautiful thing the world has to offer <laughs> right she I could see. I can't see it, but I could hear him doing the scare quotes with his fingers. She is the most beautiful thing in the world. I bet she has a great cock. With no strings attached. See what I mean? No strings attached, dude. This is all about him just getting his little wooden fuck on. Pinocchio is not just a puppet; he's a miracle. And miracles are priceless. That went straight over my tongue. Featuring the voices of. Polly Shore. I'm made out of high quality material. 
John Heater. I promise. Yeah, your mom's pussy. To look after him at all times. And Tom Kenny. I just need you, Pinocchio. Love. Pinocchio, you'll be a star someday, no doubt. I don't need another human performer. I need a talking puppet. We'll put on a show that won't soon forget. Pinocchio. A true story. Gotcha. You've only seen my good side, but now you'll see my bad side. Yeah, dude, I think we've seen the bad side. They, I can't believe they got Tom Kenny, though. <laughs> I don't know who that is. He did the voice of SpongeBob. He was in Mr. Show. Um, oh. He raped a woman in 1997 and got away with it. No, Holy he didn't. Shit. He didn't do that, no. But he could. Because he's just that famous. Well, if he got away with it, we wouldn't probably know about it, would we? That's true. Yeah, he would have really gotten away with it. And he's a tall man. He's very tall. He's, he and seems he like probably a... laughed like SpongeBob while he was doing it. There's actually, if you watch Mr. Show, he does the SpongeBob voice like way ahead of ever being a twinkle in oh, SpongeBob's yeah. pussy. And um, <laughs> he's funny. He's very funny. He deserves his success. Polly Shore deserves to be in that movie. So, I don't know. I don't think we're going to get any callers. I think everybody went to sleep. Well, that's fine. Uh, they don't know what happened with cat dog shit? Well, they probably do, but they're... I think we, we may have covered all the possibilities already. I'm just going to find out and real quick. I just quick. can't think of something new. Because yeah. we raised the question. Before we wrap up the show, we might as well um, find out where did cat dog shit poop oh you're googling it yeah okay uh, this is a is 2020 article answer so a lot of research has been done you know the show's been out for a while it's one of those articles where they write the whole history of animation before you get to the point where there has been speculation that cat dog were the result of some kind of gene splicing experiment a rudimentary understanding of genetics rules that out. No, their fusion is far stranger than a blend of two genetic recipes could could explain. Uh, rather, it's necessary to imagine a scenario and a being that warps the very fabric of space-time. Okay, they're just being cute. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. We want a biological, physical answer. Not some science fiction hoodoo. Yeah, this is Although, just one actually, guy's theory. if someone had called in and given us that, if someone had called in and given us that, I would have, uh, I would have still said the same thing, but I would have been happy. So let's, yeah, we can make up some more callers. We we might have had a caller who called in and said that cat dog doesn't shit, and that it actually absorbs everything. Oh, that's mm -hmm. good. Did yeah. you think of that? It has a highly acidic stomach uh or they just sweat out their waste or expel it by like aerosolizing it uh, yeah that's how they piss that's how right. they piss they sweat their piss out they don't have kidneys but that makes this a very filthy creature and not at all like cute or oh, fun the smell or... is the smell is unbelievable like uh, a with possum this, with this or a, answer or a no dirty old it's, raccoon. A, it's 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 a, it's beyond skunk level. I've 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 heard. On this day in history, cat cat <laughs> dog died of medical complications because there was no way that the poop could leave the body. 
And every time they ate, it only poisoned their liver further until they died. Uh, well, that could be the truth, that it only lived for 20 hours, and that was all they needed for the whole episode. Just died right off the bat. <laughs> it was created to entertain us for about, I don't know, one or two seasons. <laughs> that's the... I think that it's, it could survive perfectly without internal organs, but only for that long. And then the rejection between the bodies, their immune systems started attacking each other. They took them off the medication that suppressed it. If you look closely uh, between seasons, you can tell it's obviously a different cat dog <laughs> that they just oh, kept really? going through them. They've just been sewing new ones together every season, huh? Or however they're born. This fucker says it's gene splicing or some kind of an experiment. I don't know if that would work. I, I hate when people get cute like that. Like, you wrote the whole fucking article, so you think at the end of it you get to be cute. Yeah. He didn't even have that good of an idea. Uh, our idea about it living only for it being a created creature that only lives for uh, long enough to entertain us and then dies at the end of each season. That's worthy of a documentary, behind-the-scenes documentary about what happened on on the set of Cat Dog. I, uh... You know what? I feel like... Probably vomiting all the time. Probably eating and vomiting all the time because they can't fucking keep it. That's probably all they do is vomit. Um, <laughs> for their whole lives. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, and the cat side also has hairballs to deal with. So it's just a whole fucking deal. Barely lives long enough to get to a single hair. And the dog just all the time eating poop that the cat vomits out. And puking it back out. Yeah, they're just puking out their own puke again and again and again on the set, behind the scenes. They just have this pile of puke where Cat Dog comes and eats and pukes and eats and pukes and eats and pukes. And over the course of the season, you can see this big pile turn more and more chewed and liquid. And it's just nasty. It's like basically shit. The core of the it's animal. It's been chewed and puked so many times. There, there's something at the core of this animal that must just make the most powerful stomach acids. And just forever, like a, a well, special gland or a, some kind of a pancreatic deal. That could work. <clears throat> that could also work. They just actually do live that long for years and years, maybe. So it's just their stomach absorbs everything. I don't even know if there's an animal that has a complete absorption uh, function. That would be unheard of. I bet sea I creatures of some kingdom. kind are doing something. You know, shit just passes through them like a membrane, that whole thing. No, there. you know what? There are microscopic and uh, actually, no, the coral reef does that, right? It only has a mouth. Used to. That's all it has. Well, yeah, that's how they used to be when they still existed. Yep, before Lebel Droker went out there and um, messed up their coral. All them acids and uh, the the water got too basic or something. Well, I know that's um, uh, what are they called? Sharks piss through their skin and have no kidneys. I never liked that. So that's about possible. Sharks. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's not. You don't want to eat a shark because it's just piss meat. Um, I would still eat a shark and uh, maybe even get off on it probably like like a fine whiskey if you get a good piece 
We've got uh, a lot of good motherfuckers in the chat. We got G Spot. Wait, what's his name? P Trip, G Trip, and uh, Raleigh. Toxie's still here. My theory is the waste product is concentrated into a high density carbon core. Oh, okay, but so he thinks there's a core too, but it's like a carbon deal. I think vultures have the most acidic stomachs. Yeah, and they will, uh, and also their legs are all, all the time coated in shit. We had a writer at the Chronicle that did an entire article about vultures, and their legs are like coated, encased in shit for yeah. some reason. Yeah. Like it's to like protect their legs or something. <clears throat> That's just how they live. Um, we're all friends on Twitter. Me and, uh, these people and you and them i miss friends you remember when social media was friends they're not your friends on twitter they're your followers they follow you like friends are are nice but followers i don't know like if i'm walking down a dark alley at night and i hear a sound behind me who when i suddenly turn around do i want to see my friends or my followers in the dark alley yeah, but if you're marching through a fucking parade in the day, in the bright daylight, who do you want behind you? I still want my thousands friends. Thousands of followers. <laughs> thousands of followers. <laughs> An army of followers. I want the 5,000 friend limit behind me. <laughs> All of them, someone you've had a personal, meaningful friendship with. So that they're just totally not loyal at all, and uh, you're really more of a riot. <laughs> yeah, or they're they're conspiring against you. They're like, I thought we were friends, and we're not the kind of friends I thought we were. And they start having those conversations. Yeah, the, the whole whole fucking group of them. Oh, Raleigh says followers are neutral. I think they can turn on you, same as a friend, though. Like followers, followers, followers are behind you. They're chasing tail. They're following. They're pursuing. They're going after you, getting at you. You know, uh, followers can be dangerous. Like I, I was, I had an on-air disagreement with my podcaster girlfriend. We're cool, but her loyal following of twenty-four thousand followers have turned against me. So damn, yeah. So now, now you're canceled. Yeah, or something right? Canceled, doxed. Stalked, gang stalked, triple double stalked. Um, <laughs> they're reading my garbage and spreading it out like oh, pear yeah. bones. You don't want that. A lot like this show. A lot like this show. Like we're doing in this show right now. We're <laughs> spreading the very show itself open. <laughs> like a bag of showing trash. The, showing you the fucking internals of a cat dog, a creature that can't shit. Studying, it's yeah, the organs. entrails got them spread up on the wall there, like uh, like our hate radio poster. Oh yeah, it is just like that, isn't it? What a perfect metaphor. So if you don't already follow us on Twitter or whatever, Twitter slash hate sack slash Kilgore, follow the show at hateradio.su. I feel I think we had a good show. Yeah. 
You ever be standing at the gas station and somebody has to buy like every kind of fucking lottery ticket in front of you? Every kind? Every kind. Yeah. Why? Well, I've never I th- seen somebody do that. Cuz I think there's they've got they've got it in their heads that like like sure it's easier to tell the cashier, "Yeah, give me just $21 tickets right off the roll. I don't give a fuck which ones you roll it off of. Just give me here's 20, give me 20 tickets of the same kind." They think that you've got to split it up and get two of these, two of these, five of those and play the field because if you get them all off of one roll, you're guaranteed to only have a set number um, out of that 20. That's what they think. And so if you shop around... Oh, they're gaming the system. They're gaming the system. Yeah. But doesn't it come That's out the same in the money. end? That's how you make money at the lotto. You buy them all. Like, you like go into the... And then when you do win the lotto, you go to a restaurant and you say, I'll have everything on the menu. <laughs> and that's what you're really getting at. I have watched Jovi, my cousin, <laughs> um, spend all his money on lottery tickets and, and beer. Damn. And then that's it. The kids have to, you know, I don't know what they do. Smoke cigarettes or something. <laughs> But he... Oh, you're hungry? Have a beer, kid. <laughs> yeah, well, if you're hungry, I'll smoke a cigarette. That usually kills your appetite. That secondhand smoke makes makes you gets your nose all stuffy, and you can't taste food. You don't enjoy it. Don't want any. Will that help? If Daddy, yeah, uh... I'm gonna smoke a cigarette for you. Let's let's hear the last of this Polly Shore thing, and then end the show. Mamma mia! Oh, that's it. Mamma Mia. Yeah. Well, that was the show. You got anything that uh, that, that we should say? You already said all the end shit I said like all... two minutes ago. Follow us you on... You said the follow us, on, blah, blah, blah. Uh, iTunes. And then you... We're on Spotify. We worked in a few more jokes. We're on... It's an encore. Just a little, little encore. We're on hateradio.su. We're on... Uh, you can follow this Twitch account, but it doesn't really matter because we'll probably get kicked off before it's, it's ever worth having. And um, we'll be kicked off in probably for this episode too. The shit I said. This was uh, this was not a good one. We were talking about killing people and drowning them in rivers, <laughs> and all that whole thing. Uh, okay. You mean Joe Rogan? Yeah, he's already dead. Joe, wait. How could I kill him? Cat dog, radio hate. Lebel Droker Incorporated, the Panoptosphere, the little coffin that you shoot down the metaverse in, and um, dumping shit in the rivers. Dr. Troubadour, Professor Cram course is starting at Lebel Droker University soon, and he's got a special uh, women's studies program that's just for the ladies. It's girls' night at Lebel Droker University, and you're listening oh, to... God. <laughs> You listen to Hate Radio by the Internet Chronicle. Uh, it's been real. It's been fun. Go fuck yourselves. How's that grab you? This is Radio Hate.